بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن محمد عبده ورسوله أرسل الله تعالى بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا داعيا إلى الله بإذنه وسراجا منيرا فأما بعد فقال تعالى يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون وقال يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما وقال نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وآله وصحبه وسلم أستقوا الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور مهدثاتها وكل محدثة بدع وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار My dear respected brothers, sisters and elders, we continue with our series of khutab on raising children who will inshallah be confident representatives of Islam and who will be a credit for us in this world and sadaqa jariya for us in the next Raising children is a contact sport. It is not an armchair exercise. iPads, iPhones, PlayStation, Netflix and YouTube will not do it for you. Or rather, what they do, you won't like. As parents, you must make choices. Some of them, if not all, will seem to be difficult. But if you consider the choices in the right perspective, you will see how those are the only choices that you can make. The question to ask yourself is, how valuable is your child for you? I want you to put a number on this. How valuable is your child for you? To help you visualize this, and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep your children safe, Imagine that your child is kidnapped and then the kidnappers call you and demand a ransom. What will you pay? That is the price of your child. And if you don't pay attention, you will lose the child to a kidnapper who will not call you for a ransom. You will just take the child, it's gone. Let me assure you, my dear brothers and sisters, that I'm not exaggerating. You can see the evidence of this in almost every family. If you don't want to become another statistic, then you must spend not money, but time. That is the killer for most of us. Money we have and money we spend. And we imagine that if we throw enough money at it, every problem, every challenge can be beaten. Not this one. Not most of them. Money cannot beat this problem. 
it will only make it stronger the big secret of raising righteous children is to give them half the money and double the time that you currently give them children are not kids as we like to call them kids are the young of goats not the young of humans go look up the dictionary if you like the young of goats need food and shelter human human young need a lot more than that ask if yours are getting that ask if yours are getting anything more than food and shelter and gadgets to continue from the last khutbah about the values to inculcate we spoke about six of them in the last in last juma number 7 is to inculcate the love of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam in the heart love the one we owe our deen to love the one who used to weep for our forgiveness love the one who spent his entire life trying to get people into jannah love the one whose life was the living tafsir of the quran love the one who allah loves love the one whose last moments and last thoughts were not for his family but for us love the one who we hope to meet on the day of judgment love the one behind whom we hope to cross the sirat into jannah teach children the value of sunnah by following it yourself for this it is necessary for us to know who rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is and what the significance of our relationship with him as the one whose way we emulate and follow is this must be the very first thing we teach our children by word and deed allah jalla jalaluhu and rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam must be the most mentioned names in our house they must be the reference points for all our actions our culture our celebrations events decisions does this please allah this is the question to ask is this in keeping with the sunnah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam there was a brother here in this masjid called bilal african american brother and i'm talking about now almost 25 years ago very heavy and he had and very strong he one day sheikh wanted to move the desk in his office he moved it alone sheikh said get me three four people he said forget about it. move everybody he lifted put it there. put it there but very heavy guy his constant thing with sheikh with imam wisam every time he would come and say how would rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam do this how would rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam do that constant thing young guy he was probably in his 20s no when he when bilal passed away about 20s one day suddenly he had a brain hemorrhage dr ali went to see him i went with him we saw him there in the hospital and maybe a day or two later he passed away we buried him in uh, in enfield may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fill his qabr with noor and give him jannatul firdausul ala bi ghairi hisab beautiful brother mashallah constant question how would rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam do this huh that's what we need we need this awareness 
and we need this desire this is the sign of love love is not something that you do because somebody is compelling you love is something you do because you feel compelled inside to do it if you are doing something out of some sense of guilt or something oh if i don't do this what will happen no that's not love love is to do it because you love rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam love is to obey allah because I love Allah. I cannot bear if my Rabb is not pleased with me. That is love. Our children must become used to these questions from birth. Their absence of concern for the pleasure of Allah and for the Sunnah of Rasulullah sallam in any situation. must be the point of dissonance for them and give them pause to think allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us about the importance of the sunnah of rabbi sallallahu alaihi wasallam and recommended it as the best example to follow for the one who loves allah jalla jalaluhu and looks forward to meeting him and who remembers allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a great deal allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said laqad kana lakum fi rasulillahi uswatun hasanatun liman kana yarju allah wal yawmal akhira وذكر الله كثيرا الله سبحانه وتعالى said which means indeed in the messenger of Allah Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam you have a good example to follow for the one who hopes in the meeting with Allah jalla jalaluhu and the last day and remembers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a great deal point number 9 Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us that the reward of following the sunnah of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will love the one who does that make that an aspirational goal for yourself and your children that you try to earn the love of allah jalla jalaluhu allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said qul in kuntum tuhibbuna allah fattabi'uni yuhibbukum allah وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ وَاللَّهُ غَفُورٌ رَّحِيمٌ Allah said, say, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to all of mankind, if you really love Allah, then follow me, emulate me, imitate me, be like I am, do like what I do, speak like how I speak, treat people the way I treat people, look like me, walk like me, talk like me, and Allah will love you. And He will forgive your sins. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is oft forgiving, most merciful. teach your children and remind yourself that the reward of following and emulating muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam is that you will be live you will be loved by allah no less reflect on what that means for you what does it mean for your dua what does it mean for when you need allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the most at the time of our death when we will meet him and on the day of judgment to love anyone it is essential to know them and so make the study not merely reading make the study of the sira the biography of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam an essential reading for you and for your children make it a practice sit in the home read it together discuss it talk about it when we read about his life sallallahu alaihi wasallam his challenges his dealings his courage his treatment of others to love him is the natural outcome In English there is a proverb which says familiarity breeds contempt. 
and this is generally true for most people the closer you get to them the more you know them their faults become apparent and whatever regard you had for them will disappear but not with the nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam not with the sahaba the closer you get to them the more you know them the more you respect them the more you love them this is a special thing with the anbiya with rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and with the sahaba radhiyallahu anhum ajmain if we study the seerah it helps us to put our own lives in perspective and to get encouraged and energized اقول قولي هذا استغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه انه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاه والسلام على اشرف الانبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه واله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد فقال تعالى ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم انك حميد مجيد point number 10 draw attention to the fact that following the sunnah is good for us in this life as well because all that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam taught and did these are the secrets of popularity and influence and when a muslim follows this with the intention of pleasing allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and as a sign of his love for muhammad sallallahu alaihi wa alihi wasallam he earns the love of allah this once again is the relevance of islam in modern times the same rules apply today number 11 teach them about accountability to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to whom is our return every speech and action of ours must be done with this consciousness this is the essence of dhikrullah remembering allah jalla jalaluhu whatever act of worship we do repeating allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's names and attributes salat tilawatul quran fasting charity and so on are all means to achieve this end that is a consciousness of the meeting with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala none of them is an end in itself every one of them is a means to achieve the end which is to get closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by obeying him so every time there is temptation to disobey your children and we must learn to ask who am i disobeying and not how big is this act of disobedience that is the essence of ubudiyat submission to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is the meaning of islam is to obey every command joyfully out of love for the one to whom we owe, we owe everything and to whom we will return connect them to allah by being connected yourself there is no other way you cannot connect by being disconnected you cannot give what you don't have you want them to love allah you have to love allah first you want them to love muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam you have to love him first there is no other way 
Number 12. Teach them service as the means whereby a Muslim defines himself or herself as being a person who is most useful to society. Teach them the value of service in Islam as the means to earn the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His forgiveness. Teach them service as being the signature of, the, of Islam. Service as the value that differentiates a Muslim from everyone else. Through this, we will be able to answer the most common charge that Islam is no longer relevant in modern times. When Muslims are seen as beneficial for everyone in society, and that, because of, and that is because of Islam, then the relevance of Islam to all times will be proven beyond anything that anyone can say against it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said about Muslims being beneficial and of service to others, كُنْتُمْ خَيْرَ أُمَّةٍ أُخْرِجَتْ لِلنَّاسِ تَعْمُرُونَ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ وَتَنْحَوْنَا عَنِ الْمُنْكَرِ وَتُؤْمِنُونَ بِاللَّهِ Allah said, you Muslims are the best of people ever raised up for the benefit of mankind. Linnas. You enjoin al-ma'roof, everything which is good, and you forbid al-munkar, everything which is harmful and prohibited in Islam, and you believe in Allah. Rasulullah said in the hadith in Daraqutni, the best of people are those that bring most benefit to the rest of mankind. Number 13, teach them to be thankful to all those through whom we receive Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's blessings. And that is the best way to win Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's pleasure and the goodwill of the people. Imagine a society where Muslims are known for their attitude of gratitude, seeking to help others solve their problems, stand up for their rights and help those in need. Abu Hurairah reported from Rasulullah that he said, he has not thanked Allah who has not thanked the people. And this is in Sunan Abi Dawud. Number 14, teach them to display our differentiators proudly and confidently, not arrogantly. Our differentiators in appearance, in worship, in dealings, in speech and action. We must not blend in as some more numbers in an undifferentiated mass, but stand out as notable and valuable individuals. That is the secret of brand. Differentiation. Brand inspires loyalty. Loyalty inspires influence. Without brand, you are one grain in a sack of rice. I was in Thailand in uh, 2002 and I met a family there of uh, people who manufactured jewelry. And this is a family from South India, big family. They all lived in a big compound. And uh, they had four sons, all of them uh, hofas of Quran and muftis and so on. Uh, billionaires manufacturing jewelry. So they used to make diamond jewelry and all kinds of jewelry. Uh, they told me a story. They said that in the jewelry trade, the custom is that when an order is placed, then a certain percentage of the order is given as an advance. And that's quite a significant amount. That percentage of the order is given as an advance to the manufacturer. One, to demonstrate the seriousness of the order. And secondly, because the manufacturer has to source raw material and so on. And here the raw material is gold and silver and jewels, so it's not cheap. So this happens. And the custom is that if the client cancels the order, then that amount which he gave as an advance is forfeit. It is not returned. That's the norm in the 
jewelry manufacturing business now this family this business people they got a very big order from america they are in thailand they got a very big order from america and then 911 happened immediately after 911 so when they got this order they got something like 2 million dollars or something as the uh, as, as the advance right the big amount of money and then 911 happened now uh, immediately afterwards for whatever reason the, the the client did not tell them what the reason was but for whatever reason the client canceled the order right so it's gone so like this is like you know ice cream right i get a million bucks for nothing what did they do they wrote a check and sent it to the client for that amount when they get a call from the client the client says what is this check this is this is your advance we are returning it the client said no we he says i have already accounted that it's gone as far as my accounts are concerned that is closed because we know this is the norm that once we give the money and we cancel the the order it's a forfeit so we don't expect to get it back right so they said sorry as far as we are concerned we don't take money if we have not delivered the goods so here is your money back the client said this is crazy he said this is completely unlike the business norm this is what we we have never heard this in my life and literally the client said to them who taught you to do business what did he say eh they said muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam not harvard business school not the indian branch of harvard which i went to in amdavad he said muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam taught us to do business Huh? That is our challenge. Guess what happened to that client and that relationship? This is a no-brainer, right? I mean, that client buys from them, and he will buy from them till he is dead. Huh? This is the power of the sunnah. This is the meaning of loving Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. It's not simply singing nasheed and having a once a year program of you know jalsa e miladun nabi and having some people coming and making big lectures. Allahu akbar, Allahu akbar. It is to live the way Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam lived every moment of our lives, and then see how the world falls in love with you. You will see people who, who you never met in your life; they will honor you, not because of you, but because of the one that you are emulating. Final point: Teach your children the four values of Islam. I call them the core values of Islam, which is integrity, which is truthfulness, courage. compassion 
and excellence. Integrity which is truthfulness, courage, compassion and excellence. These I call the four core values of Islam. Anyone who lives by them can only be loved and respected and as a result will become hugely influential. Teach your children always to speak the truth and be just and fair in all dealings. By doing what? By doing it yourself, right? Can you teach them to speak the truth by telling lies? And sometimes we think it is a big thing. It's not a big thing. It's a simple, simple thing. For example, somebody comes who you don't want to see and the child says so-and-so is here. You tell them, no, no, no. Uh, so he says, daddy says he is not here. Small things. A friend of mine says he was driving in Japan and there was a Japanese friend of his client who was sitting next to him in the car and I mean, the Japanese guy was driving, this guy was sitting. And they were, it was late in the night and they stopped, there was a red light. And they stopped and nobody inside, not a soul inside. And they stopped and waited patiently for the line to change. This guy is a friend of mine, the Indian, right? So, I mean, you know how our mind works. The guy says, why are you stopping? There's nobody here. The Japanese guy says, maybe there is a child somewhere who is watching. Eh? He's not saying, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, no. He's not even a Muslim guy. He says, maybe there is a child somewhere who is watching. You don't know what children see. You don't know what children see. You don't know what children pick up. A friend of mine tells me, their little two or under three daughter, they were watching some film on Netflix. So this girl was also, she was there in the room. So the mother tells her, uh, she calls her by name, she says, uh, go get me a glass of water. So it's little less than three-year-old one says, huh, you're watching sex again? Huh? You think you're smart, right? Believe me, those kids are very smart. They pick up stuff that you will not even imagine. The only way is for you to clean up your act. Make sure that you live according to the hukam of Allah and the sunnah of Rasulullah and you can't go wrong. There's no shortcut. There is no shortcut. And that's why I began by saying, raising children is a contact sport. You can't do it by remote control. No way. Not going to happen. So teach them always to speak the truth and be fair and just. Teach them to have the courage to stand up for those in need. Stand up for those being oppressed, to stand by their principles no matter who is displeased. Teach them to have compassion and show compassion and behave with compassion by helping all those who can't help themselves. Teach them to put their money and action where their mouth is and act instead of simply talking about values. Teach them to do everything they do and treat everyone they meet in the best possible way. No matter how small or trivial the action may be, or whoever the person they meet may be. Excellence is to speak and act as if you see Allah. And though you do not see him, know that he sees you. And this is the definition of al-ihsan in the Hadith Jibail, as we know. Finally, in conclusion, we must remember that children listen with their eyes. Not with their ears. Actually, that applies to everybody, not only children. People listen with their eyes. 
They don't care what you say until they see what you do. So raising children has less to do with children and more to do with parents. As you are, so will they be. And that is why they are your sadaqatul jariya and not vice versa. ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر لنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين اللهم اهدنا فيمن هديت وعافنا فيمن عفيت وتولنا فيمن توليت وبارك لنا فيما عطيت وخنا واصرفنا شر ما خضيت فإنك تقضي ولا يقضى عليك فإنه لا يظل من واليت ولا يعز من نعذيت تباركت ربنا وتعاليت نستغفرك اللهم ونتوب إليك ربنا آتينا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وكنازة والنار آمين يا رب العالمين يا عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يعمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينحى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والباغي يعزكم لعلكم تذكرون أذكروا الله يذكركم عدو يستجب لكم ولا ذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تسنون أخي مسلم